October 19th, write it down in your calendar, all right? Because Terry, John, Mike, myself, live at the Improv. We will be doing Jim Cren, no restrictions, at the Improv, October 19th. It's going to be like a late afternoon. We'll have details at jimkren.com. Go to jimkren.com for the details for October 19th. I'd love to see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are recording live from the Cabo Comedy Festival in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. With Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, and here's your host, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. The party's rolling on here at the Cabo Comedy Fest. We have T-Rex <laughs> stepping in to say hey to us. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, one, of the stars of, one of the stars of the Comedy Fest. Funny man, funny man. What's going on, guys? Good to see you, buddy. Professional. Professional. That, was, that was so... We were talking about how it's funny. It's like we are saying, you get tired, man. I think it's all the sun and tequila. The, the combination tires us out. Yeah, it's the sun Stamina. and tequila and... Uh, Getting up and like going to sleep at like five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning, and then up at eight, and then uh, and then waking up early because you don't want to miss anything going on. Yeah, it'll and, do it. Uh, yeah, you do it. So you're like still half hammered, riding a jet ski around. Just <laughs> 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 said one thing that it's like how much is that, Roddy? It's like a hundred, three hundred dollars. The guy with the, the for feet twenty thing minutes. Is, yeah, you twenty. You ju- twenty minutes for what? For that uh, three hundred dollars uh, jetpack foot jetpack. Hey, it's man, a jet pack. Like, it's not every like day Jetson. you're going to be able to go anywhere on a jetpack. Right. You know what I mean? What's like, your style? I wonder if I'd be able to buy one of those and go down good, to like the neighborhood yo, $300 pool. $300 is a good-ass deal for a jetpack ride. I'm just saying, <laughs> That's like, a good what sell. else are you going to have a jetpack ride? You, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, you spend 300 on a PS3. The guy has a jetpack jet on, and, and it shoots out of the water, and he shoots up about 30 feet in the air, and he and he hangs out, and he's trying to get 300 bucks. You can do it, right? I'm, but see, I'm I said the ones where you have it like a jetpack where it's on your back, and you're holding onto the bars with your arms. Yeah. But that dude had one on his feet like a skateboard. Yes. And it was, and that's got to be even more difficult because you're Balancing on a fulcrum, like you go too far back and too far forward, you're doing a flip either way. It's wild. And then the propulsion is going to slam you into the water even harder than you would have fallen. I haven't seen anyone do it. Have you seen anyone buy it yet? I seen I, someone. See I mean? oh, the dude's up. He's been there was somebody trying for like it, an hour. Yeah, it's crazy. But did you see like the, the somebody the, bought it? This is the well, yeah. This is the fucked up part. You spend three hundred dollars to ride on it, and somebody was on a skateboard one, but they couldn't get off the fucking water. <laughs> so they're so literally just, shooting just, themselves in circles in the, water. <laughs> in the water like a fucking rubber duck. Right. And it's I like just dragged you around by a jet ski for twenty <laughs> minutes for half the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me fifty pesos, and right. we'll call it. Right. You know, yeah, walk well, here. You got an enema. <laughs> Cabo enema, man. Yes, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. This this festival. Cabo Enema, That's just from drinking the water. <laughs> <laughs> they don't play with that water. Hell no. It's it's weird because like they said, don't drink the water. But it took me until like day two to realize that all the drinks I've been drinking have the ice ice in it. Yes. So I was wondering why, like every you know, I haven't been able to trust a fart since I've been here. Has <laughs> <laughs> it hit you yet? Was that? Cr- I, it hit me yesterday. The idea was I've been taking the show at my stomach. Good. It's like. I have a cast iron stomach. My stomach is pretty good. I can handle a lot of stuff, but my stomach hasn't been right. But I haven't, I haven't, I haven't crap. I haven't pooed my pants yet. So, <laughs> Terry, you're you're me. such a health fanatic here, man. So you yeah, gotta, you I know. was already in the gym and really, shit here. Yeah. and you know what? The water. You're not, not doing. Bad. If you get to go to the gym in the morning, you're not doing Cabo right. <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 weight room over here, the hotel I'm staying at is probably like five years old. They're pristine. 
No one's using that shit. No one's working on it. <laughs> no, Terry's the only guy who's worked out ever yeah, in exactly. Cabo. It's me and three mm-hmm. other old yeah. dudes. That's right. Is that it? it? Yeah, that's with it, heart, that's it. recovering from some heart surgery. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> They're like, we got to pump some iron. That's all they got, man. Yeah, T, uh, it's been awesome seeing you perform, man, because um, I've seen T-Rexes. This is the funny thing about comics. You'll see people's headshots every club you <laughs> yes, go to. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I can't believe you'll recognize at, me. For, well, well, no, I saw your headshots in Baltimore at the um, Comedy Factory. Comedy Factory. And, you know, you just see a lot of people's headshots or you right. see your name. I've seen your name multiple places. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was cool finally getting to, you know, uh, hang out with you and see you perform because this dude's been killing Fucking killing oh, yeah. Cabo, man. T-Rex, He's yeah. about to kill Cabo again been. tonight. He's That's just right. been this dude had like a million applause breaks yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. It was a good time, man. I you know, I got I was fortunate to go up in the spot I went up in and uh was able to get the room under control and had them listing and uh yeah, it was a good time. Fun fun it's, job, man. You you know what? It's funny you you have a big family. We were talking off the air. Four kids and stuff. Yeah, man. So four that, kids. That's 20, a lot, a lot 20, of humor there. Five and three. That's, and they're wow. all girls except for the three-year-old. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so this is supposed to be like your relaxing time, I'd imagine, right? Should be. <laughs> Should be. Yeah, that's another reason I get up early, too, is because, uh, you know, at home with the kids all the time, my biological clock just wakes me up every morning at, like, 7, 7.30. And so no matter what time I go to sleep here, I wake up at, like, 7 o'clock and look at the phone, and I'm like, fuck, are you serious? It's a- <laughs> 7, like, I couldn't wake up and look at the clock and then say 11.30, which would be awesome, <laughs> meaning I got some sleep. But then I just get up and I start watching TV. Yeah. And talk to the wife and the kids. Tell them you're working, right? Yeah, I'm working. I'm working. We're hard at work here. <laughs> you got somebody got to drink the margaritas, and you know. Yeah, if I was riding a wave runner earlier, and I missed like three calls from my wife when I called her back, she was like, "Why weren't you answering your phone?" And I was like, "I was riding a, a wave. I mean, doing Jim Crenshaw, uh, Jim Crenshaw, uh, a podcast." <laughs> I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> I'll cover for you, man. I said, "Yeah, man." T was working eight hours on this show. It's amazing. <laughs> I said, "T, let's go relax and have a drink." He said, "Nope." <laughs> so we're working, Jimmy. You, you have a podcast too with uh, yeah, well, with Adam Hunter, MMA Roasted. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're both comedians and we're both huge fans of MMA. And I also own a clothing company called Trauma Combat Apparel, T R A U M M A, and um, it's in the UFC. MMA is interesting. In isn't it? it's, yeah, it's, it's really getting bigger and bigger all the time. Yeah. It's the audience is growing. It's intense, but, intense to watch. I yeah, know. So, I watch it on the, TV. The cool and, you thing know, is like being in, the, being in the business now for probably almost three, almost four years now. I get to. I've gotten to know a lot of the fighters, and ninety-nine point nine percent of the fighters are all really cool dudes. Super cool. You would think that they'd be intense right. guys that mm-hmm. are, you got a chip on their shoulder. Just or have some sort of yeah, yeah attitude. Not, none of them are like that. Like well, none maybe it's a, like boxers and stuff. To you, I met. They're like I think they take it out in the ring or something, and they're like it's normal and calm is, or something. Man. Like yeah. A good friend of mine named Steve Carl. He's fighting for the title in World Series of Fighting on the nineteenth of this month, and. Uh, and we were at a, we were in Atlantic City a couple of weeks ago, and we're sitting at the bar, and he's like a surfer-looking dude. He's got like shaggy hair, and but he, I mean, like when he's when you see him fight, he is ripped, and he's just like super strong. And he like his last fight, he beat the shit out of this dude in the first minute and a half. And I'm like, dude, just looking at you, you look unimposing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you look like a laid-back surfer dude. But if anybody in here wanted to try you, it would be the biggest mistake of their life. <laughs> of course, move, right? And I said, Has, have you ever had to? Like put put your hands on Do somebody yeah. out out in public, and he was like, "I've never had to fight outside the cage." Wow! And I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "I will do everything to avoid a fight. I will say, you're right, man. You'll beat my ass. You're right. I'm walking away." <laughs> he said he'll walk away like nine times out of ten. Wow! And he said the only time he has to get into a fight is when he sees one of his friends getting beat up or getting getting ready to get in a fight, and he knows his friend can't fight. He'll step and in. He'll and step in and be like, "Dude, you're not fighting my boy." It's, a, it's <laughs> like a suicide mission. These guys who fight these guys, or you know, you hear about that every yeah, once in a while. They don't know that these guys are crazy. fighters. That's yeah. what's scary now because there's so many dudes that I, you know, like. You know, you got Court McGee, who's 
you know, he's a good friend of mine. He looks like a regular dude. Yeah. And Amir Sadala is another good friend. He just looks like a docile quit. He's always smiling. He's got a big <laughs> smile on his face, real friendly. And you think, like, man, this guy's soft. But, dude, those guys will rip you apart in two minutes. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> well, that's why I'm cool with everybody. When I see him in the uh-huh. bar, I look at your ears to see if your ears are jacked up. Your ears are jacked up. checked. Right, right. Check. And that happened to Brian Erlacher. I can't remember the fighter's name. Uh, you might know. But Brian Erlacher started uh, some shit in a bar with somebody, and it turned out that he was, like, one of the top MMA fighters, like, right. fucking championship winning mm. MMA fighter. And somebody recognized him when Erlacher was starting shit, and they was like, dude, you dude, need you to back the fuck up. Like, you, you might hit people, but this motherfucker's going to kill you. Right. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, a lot of uh, player, hockey players and football players you know, back in Pittsburgh. i for over 20 years. It, yeah, it was, this guy, Jay Caulfield, he's, he's a, he was a – bomber but fought for the pens he was like the guy who would step in for lemieux to, to right. watch lemieux and we work out a couple times and we're at this, this gym and he's sitting in the bag he's a hockey player Are not me oh no 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 but uh he's hitting a bag and stuff and we're sitting the bag. I, I would like i like boxing so, so we're hitting a bag right. and stuff and uh he's bending the bag and half hitting and i'm like right i'm like who would ever want to fight you why would and he says jim you'd be surprised he does like the charity hockey games around town in T, he said people will start a fight because you. they want to say, hey, I fought. I fought him. Yeah, I fought yeah. him. Right. And, and yeah. he always doesn't hurt See where the these person. teeth used to be? <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, <laughs> because of this and I'm like, so it's the same thing I was thinking with these guys. You know, like you see a champion walk in or something. You must, every once in a while, must get some idiot who wants to go to work and say, yeah, I fought him or whatever. Right. You know, because you know, then Tyson said that's what it was like in prison. And uh, we have a hometown guy that was a, you know, a champion, uh, Michael Moore. Remember Michael yes. Moore? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got Michael Moore in a candy Manessa. store in Florida. Oh, you did? <laughs> Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, Manessa's own Michael Moore. Yep. But Michael Moore used to wear his championship belt and set a chair in the middle of a club in Manessa and nah, dare I would do people that. to come up to him Shut and fight him. That's Yo, cool. wow. I can't make this up. He, he just used to sit, do that? He, he used to do that. That was the story. He would sit would in the chair. Do, would anybody I don't think him? anybody tested him, but he was just letting them know, like, look, this is you're my not going to test me. I am a tiger. This is my shit. Right. That is cool. That's if so I wanted to, yeah. I, I don't, if I won the belt, I'd carry it everywhere, too. Would See, that, you, that's I'd wear what Jim it. does. That'd be great. Jim that? does that with his cigars. Yes, I do. You know what I mean? He, he carries cigar. a cigar around, and he dares someone to snatch it off of him. Yes. Do not touch my cigar. We sponsored a guy named Luke Rockhold, who he won the Strike Force Championship and. He was a 185er, and the night he won the belt, we were in Vegas, and he won the belt, and he wore it out to the party. And because I was his clothing sponsor, there was like five of us, we all had the same shirt and baseball hats on, but he was wearing almost like a tuxedo with tennis shoes and his belt. And so I went and talked to the host at the, at the club, and, the, yeah. and then they got the girls to come with the sparklers to like lead us to the table. And when we walked in, they started playing, the champ is here, ding, 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 the champ is here. <laughs> and all the girls like surrounded me, and I'm like... <laughs> Do you see my fucking physique? Do I look like the goddamn champ? Check the dude behind me with the fucking belt around his waist. Not the fucking spare tire around his waist. Put your hands up, Teal. Yeah. The girls are dancing around me. I'm like, I'm not the fucking champ. That dude's the goddamn champ. Uh, T-Rex, man. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. Appreciate it. Great festival, man. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Jim Grin. Hell yeah. No restrictions on the Sideshow Network live at the Cabo. Cabo. Don't shit your pants. So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy 
is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com. Jim Crenn, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. <laughs> oh, God, this is too fun, man. I'm so happy to be here. I'm We're on the beach. We're on the beach on the Sideshow Network. View. Working hard. Greatest decision ever made. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got a great team here. We're having a lot of fun. Mikey's almost been arrested. I lost my cell phone. <laughs> that was, it's yeah. A, this I went whole, on a pole, pole dancing. Delaney what? Fisher pole dancing last is here. Night. Comedian, and you what, Sister Lane? You pole pole dancing? Oh, I did. There's poles everywhere out there here. There are. I noticed that in the clubs. Every you turn, club. there's a pole in the corner. How like, can I not? It's just taunting me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. <laughs> Look, it's, everybody's twerking for the weekend. Johnny, get Johnny, get our t-shirts. We got the yes. t-shirts. <laughs> Everyone's twerking for the weekend. We sell it on the beach. Little rascal <laughs> celebration. Yes, yes. yes. We're on, the, on the ground floor. We're getting a. Well, we're getting shots of tequila sent oh, yeah. over we're to us here. We're doing it, man. Yeah. How can we not? We're, we're excited. How great is Thanks this? Thanks for joining the show, Delaney. Delaney Absolutely. Fisher, very funny comedian. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you having fun this week? Um, too much fun. Too much I don't want to go home. I know. It's easy. You, you party all day, yeah. do, do a comedy set, Oh yeah. and then party all night. This is the life. It is. This is the life. It's interesting, though. The, the town does not stop partying, does it? No. You hear the thumping in the background. It's, no. I mean, That's have- all night. I noticed that it's like Vegas. They have no clocks or windows anywhere. You just never know what this time it is. This is like Outback Steakhouse. No rules. <laughs> no rules. I mean, seriously. <laughs> no rules. You just find watching everyone's expression as we start getting drunker as the night goes on. We're frustrated that everyone doesn't speak English. When you run into somebody <laughs> who doesn't speak English, you're like, no, I, I want to go here. Like, what, what is wrong with you? It's like, you know, speak. Then, I, then I go into my uh, Spanish, which is not good. I mean, they're like oh, a couple horrible. words. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get around, you know. So. Yes. Uno, dos, tres. I, I lean on Mikey for the Spanish. Uh-huh. Yeah, I you know. get you through it. <laughs> <laughs> so we found, we're just happy we found John Delaney. We lost John for two days. I'm a trip. mess. Were you? Were you yeah, missing? I'm, I'm you were the mess. one that were missing for two days. I think, yeah. Uh, other comics have had the same issue. Are you, are you, par- you partying? Are you partying this week? I have been partying, yes. But I waited until after my shows were done to really party. To really kick so, it into high gear? Really, yeah. So now I'm just, you know. Yeah, it was a blur. We're all like, we all see each other through the nights. Yeah. Like, we saw you at one point, and, you yeah. know, and then you're a blur, and you're gone. Yeah, no, I know. People just disappear around here. But we, we find each other, so that's good. You eventually become we, reunited. Is that a promise ring you're wearing? No, what this is, is a clatter ring. I know, it's a clatter. It's an Irish, oh, it's Irish, an Irish ring. thing. And right? it means love, loyalty, and friendship. Nice. I know. How adorable, right? That is. Are, are you Irish? <laughs> I am. So I'm that's Irish. like kind of a from a family thing. It's to a do? family thing. My whole, yeah, my whole family wears them. Really? Yeah. Some even have wedding rings of the clatter. Wow. I know. You know, fair skin like Mike. I notice you guys are handling sun rather well. We lather in sunscreen. Are you lathering in uh, sunscreen? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need. Yeah. I have to or I, I will die. To. Mike is rocking the sunscreen nicely. Oh my yeah. gosh! I get burnt in five minutes. I have to. Yeah. Well, uh, any more shows this week? Or are you done? I'm done now. Oh, uh, this yeah. is it. Yeah, this is it. That's you're, just, you're just here for the tequila. Now I'm on vac- and, and I mean, now it's just strictly vacation. Strictly vacation time. <laughs> where are you Fair. from originally? Yeah, uh, Simi Valley, California. Simi Valley. Somebody call the jury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
How long have you the whole uh, I've been doing stand-up uh, a year and a half. I'm still a baby. I'm a newborn. Was it easy from the start for you? One of those know, people got up and just crushed? It, it, it went really well, like right from the get-go. But the nerves were just horrible. I almost quit just because my stage fright was so bad. We noticed there's a resurgence in a lot, a lot more girls, a lot more female stand-ups the last yeah. couple of years. Oh, yeah. You noticed it, too? We yeah. were talking to Rachel Abs- about that a little earlier. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Why, I wonder why that is. It's just uh, one of those things. It's the generation of I don't know. new comics or Women whatever. are empowered now. That's true. You Maybe. know what I mean? Maybe. It's some really funny g- g- girls, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Had, you I know, that crippling sounds like every group. Oh, yeah. crippling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, after yeah. last year, a couple months of doing it, I'm like, I don't know if this is worth it, you know? I don't know if the stage fright is no, worth it. I had the same thing. Like, I used to, when I, I was like an MC 16 years ago at this Tulsa Comedy Club. A-list club, had great headliners. Kevin James, uh, you know, 16 years ago. Uh-huh. And... I was like the, one of the house MCs, and I remember being at work during the day and dreading, like, dreading going to do the Thinking show because I wasn't that good. I wasn't that funny, and I didn't know if I was ever going to, like, keep doing stand-up or whatever. But, like, yeah. I remember thinking, uh, oh, sh- like, shit, I've got to go do the show tonight. And, you know, it, it was, but I felt like I had to do it. Like, I, I wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't that good, so... But you got you got laughs though, right? Uh, I mean, I got some I got some yucks, uh, but <laughs> like when I think when I think when I think back on it, like I was f- fucking horrible. I was not good. I was terrible. I used to do an impression of uh, Pedro Zamora from the Real World. You did an impression? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, you got to do it now. Oh, yeah. Is that one of a thousand uh, voices? Yeah, yeah, and this was like one of my like fucking closers. That's here to close. And people like uh, he died from AIDS, so people would go. People would go, oh, when oh, I would even wow. say his name. So the uh, impression so was it? Okay, I was in the kitchen. I was making a peanut butter sandwich. I was really into it. Puck comes into the kitchen, puts his fingers into my peanut butter, and that would be okay. But early in the day, he's got his fingers up his nose, blowing a <laughs> snot rocket onto the sidewalk. <laughs> Either Puck leaves the house or Pedro leaves the house. <laughs> good night. Thank you. Good night. He died of AIDS. He died of AIDS. Out. I gotta I tell know. you what. Incredible. That was a great. <laughs> it's fucking Pedro, just like by the way. I, Pretty much nailed it. So you can just see why like I dreaded it. going yeah, to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a real firm grasp on what but it Pedro took to entertain closed. people. Yeah. Was that one of a thousand voices? But what do you, but what do, you <laughs> do? What do you do when you get an impression that's nailing it? You go for it. You know? I don't know, Johnny. I don't know. Oh, I think it worked. I think it worked. Well, that's a long time ago. <laughs> I'm much more confident now, and uh, a really lot, of, lot of road dates. A lot of road dates in between that. And and now I, I got to tell you, man, I'm going to start chanting for the impression, the Pedro impression, <laughs> every right. time I see you, John. Every time we work together, man. <laughs> it's one solo guy Pedro. in the audience. So gonna, I'm going to be the guy Pedro. in the back. Do Pedro, love that man. here in Cabo. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the puck reference, man. It's, it's Delaney Fisher, yes. thanks for joining us, son. Appreciate it. Thank Have you fun. so much for having me. T- tequila's on its way. Oh, I can't wait for that. Jim Crenn, no restrictions <laughs> on the Sideshow Network. Live from the Cabo Comedy Fest. Be right back. Jim Crenn, no restrictions on the side show network. It's the Cabo Comedy Fest. We've been here all week, and uh, we appreciate you downloading. We were having so much fun, man. It's been it's been actually a party this uh, comedy festival, and it's it's been incredible. One of the greatest experiences I've had is in comedy, really. And uh, we have one of the people here uh, that are responsible uh, for this comedy fest. My friend Matt Wind, 
who uh, we met and Matt the other day. I didn't know Matt was the guy responsible the whole festival. I thought he was a St. Louis fan only, and we were buddies watching the game. So I'm like, you know what, St. Louis fans, they're good guys because, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're respectable. They got a great team. They know how to handle themselves. Good organization. And, you know, there good was fans. no, yeah, there's no yelling back and forth. We're watching the Buccos. You know, your your gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yes, gentlemen. Yeah. Right. You're used to winning. We are, we are, we're, and we're the best fans in baseball for I, for good reason. I gotta tell you, I, I was, I was thinking maybe you're gonna come to our sides because we lost for so long. You know, no. Matt, that we a little bit. Not on the Buccos side, but uh, I mean, I, I can respect that. There's 20 years of children that have never seen a playoff game. That's and, right. You whole know, generation. Heart, you know, exactly a whole generation that uh, that's not. Seen Do you it. guys hate pool hosts? This too. You know what? No, actually, we don't. You I know? think no. First yeah. off. What, with, with him leaving and yeah, him accepting okay. that deal from the Angels actually was a blessing oh, God, because what that what happened was it freed up a ton of money instead of us paying a you know so-called 33-year-old slugger. And there's always been stories about how old he is, a 10-year deal, right? So right. Pools is going to be getting 20-something million dollars, close to 30, when he's being a walker. 40 years old, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that freed up money. We were able to re-sign Molina, we, five years, 75 million. We re-signed Wainwright for five years at just under 100 million, which those two numbers, I mean, Wainwright won 19 games. Molina, arguably the MVP of the National League, those two players. And then the compensatory pick that we got for Pujols was Michael Waka, who almost threw a no-hitter, was down to his last out in the ninth inning last week. He's a rookie starter. He's as good of as a rookie pitcher as there, as we've seen in the National Pitching League this year. Playoffs. So essentially we traded Waka for more Wainwright, more Pujols. Uh, Pujols for that's more why, Wainwright. That's Waka. why we got to win the series because you win too much. You've had enough wins. Well, You've got a team for, you know, we, yeah. we don't know when we're going to get back. This is <laughs> we've been lucky, and, and we've also built it. I think Huntington's your GM, right? Yes. So yeah, I think, Huntington. you know, he's definitely taken a, a page from other teams that he's seen build build it up through the farm system. It's cool to see a rivalry again, or a little bit of heat between it us. It is. You no, know? it's good. And, you know, our rivals in the past have been the Cubs, who are terrible. All the time. And for so, 105 <laughs> years, they've been terrible. They've been horrendous. You know, I don't even know any Cubs fans. Uh <laughs> Roddy, <laughs> yeah. As Roddy chokes over His here, lovable Cubs. Um, poor Roddy, poor Roddy. Poor but Roddy, I know Cubs. He's a Cubs. He's a favorite Cardinal Roddy. of all time. <laughs> you got a great stadium, right? I used to love when I was growing up. Vince Coleman. Oh yeah, oh, remember he came on the scene and was stealing yeah. like hundred oh, yeah. bases Honor every year. The man stolen bases. Yeah. So those years of uh, I was growing up with eighty-two World Series against the Brewers, and then eighty-five. That Royal Series really divided our state in half, you know. Oh, it was like yeah. a, a, a oh, yeah. in-state civil war. <laughs> the Don Dinkinger call, if you remember, uh-huh. um, should have been our should have been our uh, <sighs> world championship. We didn't get it, and then we lost to the Twins to Kirby Puckett in '87. But those years with Ozzie Smith and Willie McGee and Tommy Herr, uh, John Tudor, John Tudor <laughs> Joaquin Andahar, <laughs> Todd Worrell, like those were great years to be Whitey, Whitey Herzog. Yeah, that, you know, was, yeah, that was a great era, all, man. Whitey Ball, as we called it. So. I grew up loving those guys. Vince Coleman, something about him just being a little kid, seeing a guy get on base and just yeah. st- steal like crazy. We don't see that anymore. You know, I've been like Willie Kurt McGee Ford, on the same team. Willie McGee was un- I was thought awesome. Kurt Ford was ju- good just because he looked cool. Yeah. Like, yeah that <laughs> must be good. Yeah. So, yeah, so, they were good years. Matt, we were talking about the, the, the comedy festival has been first rate, first class all the way, buddy. Thank uh, you. You and John's airing did a hell of a job, man, putting this thing together. All the comedians are talking about it. Uh, the shows have been just a blast from the performance end, and the audience have been, you know, hot every night. And thank you. This thank has got to be what, what you guys envisioned, I would think, right, for first year. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's exceeding, I would say, even our vision. You know, John and I had worked down here in Cabo for years and done a bunch of things. John worked more with the resorts and doing bigger events down here. Uh, I'd been down here for LG Electronics was a client of mine, and we did a, a beach house down here a few years ago. And 
brought down tons of celebrities, Diddy and 50 Cent and Kardashians and Ryan Seacrest and Channing Tatum. And so I'd spent a lot of time bringing celebrities down to Cabo, right. but hadn't ever done something like this that we built and own, you know, John and I together. So John and I met through kind of a serendipitous uh, circumstance. We met, on, we met on an airplane after I was leaving Cabo and had been to a bunch of meetings with people saying you should That's an odd thing. Yeah, you guys are just jumping on uh, yeah, it. People said you should talk to John Zare and you guys should get together and, and talk. And sure enough, I get on the plane to fly back here and who's sitting next to me but John Zaring. And uh, so it was, it was meant, meant to be. It was meant to be. It was Matt. meant to be, yeah. So yeah, it was about a year and a half ago and we've just spent that time getting ready and uh, are thrilled to have, you know, about 80 comedians come down. The venues have been packed every night, which you never know. I mean, you build it and you hope they come. Right. But mm-hmm. just seeing the crowds pour out. I mean, at Hard Rock last night for round two of Jack Rollins, we, had, we were five deep at the bar. They're bringing in extra chairs. Um, and, then, and then, you know, the night at uh, Pink Kitty last night for the Spanish show. I was over there. It was great. Packed, three, a lot of 350, fun. 400 people there. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So great comedy scene here. You yeah, yeah together, I've, been to, I've been to the Montreal Comedy Festival, and I think that I've had more fun this week than I even had in Montreal, which is. I'm telling you, it's going to be talked about for a long time. Hopefully, the first of many, many to come, man. Well, we, we really hope so, yeah. Honored it, to be part of the first annual here. Well, we're honored to have podcast. you guys here and, and love being here with Sideshow and putting the studio here on the beach. Been talking about that for a while, and we're excited to see that all come together. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Hey, to the future, right? Cheers yeah, to the future. Absolutely, yeah, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Ah, look at this guy. He's an Thanks, ambassador. Guys. He's an ambassador to this guy. Matt Wynn. Matt Wynn here. Thank you, Jim's Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. Oh. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Oh. I, got, I got a hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag 12 and 13. Oh. Championship number 12 and 13, all right? Oh. I leave you with that. <laughs> Let's go Bucks. Jim Crane, no restrictions. We'll throw your copies in too, Rod. Jim Crane, no restrictions on Sideshow Network. Live at the Cabo Comedy Festival. We'll be right back. Jim Crenn, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network, live at the Cabo Comedy Fest. Comedians just dropping by, hanging on the beach here, just chilling with some margaritas, little Cuban cigars, and enjoying ourselves, looking at Waisaki's tan, and got my friends, <laughs> my buddy Jim Florentine stopped by, very, very funny man. Hey, Jim, good to see you, buddy. What's going on, man? How you been, man? All right. You got the tan rocking too, bud. Yeah, You're not I, really yeah, a tan I was guy. Out a little bit, a little bit yesterday. Yeah, it's the sun is brutal. It's like a hundred times stronger. I'm from Jersey. It's rough. I have 45 minutes. I'm fucking burning, you so the- <laughs> I can't even go out today. You got the red nose, man, going yeah, rocking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great though, isn't it? It's beautiful here. It's it's nice. Absolutely. First time here. Yeah, first time. Bizarre, the, the bizarre thing to me is uh, at night when you're at the clubs and there's these little kids with the candy. Did you see that uh, last night, a couple nights? That is the most strangest thing I've ever seen. Like 2 in the morning, these little kids get these little bowls of candy, and you're supposed to give them a dollar or something for it. That's, that's weird. Right. A lot of begging going on. <laughs> you can't walk two, two feet without someone bothering you. <laughs> Cigars, whatever it is, a little fucking you know, trinket. You want I'm not buying that. I don't care. No. <laughs> yeah, do you want to go on a boat ride? No. No, I don't want to go on a boat ride with like three Mexicans. That I don't know. I'm not coming. Unless you have fucking strippers on that boat, I'm not going. Yeah. I know. It's yeah, scary. my friend's got a boat in Jersey. I don't go on that either. I'm not going to Mexico. Yeah, you're not going to do it. Yeah, I'll come back with no head. I don't, yeah, I, I, I mean, my buddy, they're doing, these guys are doing the, the boogie boards and they're, they're, they're doing the, you know, going across to the island, there's little rafts. I do nothing, I don't want to do any activity that I can be diet on. It's exactly. crazy, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not here to do a workout. I'm not going to go paddleboard. <laughs> I'm not snorkeling. I don't give a <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's the, the snorkeling. I like how they always say, they tell you snorkeling, they go, 
No sharks here. No sharks. How do they know? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, because they said it, so then the sharks are going, I can't go over there because the guy, the guy on land said no sharks. Those same people, guy, so. Yeah, same guy selling weed that yeah. is telling you no sharks. Does a shark know it might fuck up tourism? <laughs> you know, U.S. people might not come here because someone got bit by a shark. Right. Cabo, all right, you know what? I don't want to screw it up either, so I'll just hang out there. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm a little hungry. Yeah. I'll just hang One, one bad apple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be one bad shark in there that's going to fuck it up we for everybody. we got Jim Florentine here, and I got to say, I'm such a big fan of his, and I, his, his love for metal is uh, unparalleled. And I would like to ask Jim Florentine this question. First rock show you ever went to? First rock concert? Uh, Black Sabbath, Van Halen. Wow. Yeah. Holy a little kid when Ozzy that. was still in the band, and Van Halen record first came out, the, for the debut oh, one. Oh, wow. So I was like 12. My brothers brought me to the show. Oh, my God. I don't remember anything because it was a big <laughs> cloud of pot smoke because everybody smoked pot at those shows, and they would just pass a joint around, and I was 12. I'm like, okay. Like, don't tell mom. I'm like, I'm not fucking, you better not say anything. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my first one, and I actually saw ACDC with Bon Scott. Oh, my God. Like six months. Wow. After this that guy's too. a historian of wow. rock yeah, music. You can't top that. Bon Scott era of ACDC is the is the best. There was not one bad song. There, no, it's not one bad song on any record from Bon so Scott. So great. Their their version of uh, "Baby Please Don't Go" is wow. one of my favorites. Great. Oh, it's so unbelievable. I got, yeah. yeah, I worked on a rock station for a lot of years. So I got to meet a lot of those guys. Eddie Van Halen, nicest guy in the world. Were you pissed off at all though? With, with, with uh, were you okay with the transition with, with uh, you know the Red Rock or with Sammy when he when he jumped on board? Yeah, you know. Um, I was more of a Dave guy, but you know, you figure it was like two good bands then. Yeah, you know, yeah. Van Halen definitely went w- way more commercial with Sammy. I'm Even though of, Jump yeah. was a real commercial song, the last you know album they put out. But I love Dave's solo band was great with Steve I and Billy Sheehan. Yeah, yeah, Gene oh yeah, Smile yeah. was great. Yeah. And you think he's a, do you think he's welcome Yankee to Cabo Wabo, Dave? You think he'd be kicked out? Maybe that's the one guy. Well, yeah. Well, remember Dave and Sammy went on that uh, <laughs> oh, that yeah, tour yeah, together. Yeah. Oh yeah, to piss Eddie off. To piss Eddie off. And <laughs> right after that tour, Van Halen took Sammy back. They go, hey, "Don't do that again." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're hurting ticket sales in those markets. We're fucking broke. <laughs> so they took him right back. But yeah, Dave and Sammy didn't get along on that uh, tour. Oh, the reality yeah. show they made was awesome on that. I saw it, man. It was like, I didn't they, even know it was They put a reality, show. like six or eight episodes. They, they, put, yeah, they yeah. put it on, what is oh. it, VH1 or one of these things, and it was hysterical. The whole show was Roth pissing him off, pissing Sammy off. Man. Like, he'd have, you know, hookers in the, in the trailer, and he couldn't get in. He goes, Roth would be there, I'm still the king, and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I just, you know. <laughs> but shtick, you know what but, I like to Van Halen now with Roth back in the band? Yeah, you know, he's still got the voice. Sammy got the club down. He's the life. If there's anybody you could be, isn't that the life, man, Sammy Hagar? He makes, what, $100 million on his tequila, gets, yeah. a, gets a club down here, and that's it. Now he's got his beach rum. He's got a new rum now that he's, he's out. Yeah. He bought into. So yeah, he's got a house in Cabo. He's got, you know. Yeah. His yeah. big thing is his, uh, his, his birthday next week, I think, here. That's I know. I, w- I wish it was this week because it would have been cool. Uh, yeah, guys yeah. Been All right, let, I, think, I say we stay. Because, yeah, it starts Tuesday. We're here, yeah. right? I know. What the hell? I always wanted those. You always see clips that I should online. Everybody shows it up looks and jams. Awesome, doesn't yeah. It? Yeah. And the club is cool. We were at Cabo Wabo a couple nights ago. It's a great club, man. Can you believe Sammy Hagar is 65 years no. old? What? No, are you kidding no. me? Still can hit every note. Still looks amazing. And, you know, could sing and runs around like a maniac. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. 65. 65. Well, it's funny. A lot of hard We should rockers. all be so lucky. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he's the health nut. And, you know, a lot of these I'm in my guys. 40s. I got to go take a nap in an hour. I got to show at 11. Then I'm doing 15 minutes for. I got to rest. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on? What is he Jimmy? taking? Uh, really? That's what, well, it's a pharmaceutical. They got the 
Adderall. That's yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, keeps them going. It's a little spray tan, and that's it, man. So, so wait. So what's go- so you you know what are you your Pirates are doing Pirates. Right in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, this caught, is an amazing year, man. Caught the game here, mm-hmm. man, and uh, you know the people here, or even even the people, the waiters were jumping, you know, for them. Even they, they even know they were losing for so long. And now what? All happy. I, I don't know. You guys might know a comic friend of mine, Chuck Meganelli from Pittsburgh. Don't know. Don't yeah, know I've met him. Yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah, he fills me in. He's he's outraged. He has not watched a pirate game in the last six years since Nutting took over, because he is you know because they hoarded money. They never paid the players. They sold them to the Yankees, the Giants, the Red Sox. Whenever they had a player coming up with a contract, oh, we don't have any money. Meanwhile, they were getting sixty-five million a year in, in revenue from baseball that they were sharing and that the Pirates were getting, and they had a payroll like 35. They right. owned the concessions in the stadium. They owned the parking, and they were getting 20,000 people a game because they knew Pittsburgh fans were going to show up no matter what team they put on the field. And he put all his money in that Seven Springs ski resort. We th- well, you know what was yeah. funny about that, Jimmy? That was the image, I think, because the media played it that way, in a way. And, right. you know, it's part of it in Pittsburgh, that media playing it that way. But in the reality now, when you look back at it, because they're winning, you see that the money really was funneled into the minor league system and really was funneled into signing free agents. You know, we got uh, Cole, Liriano, who's a key pitcher. Liriano, uh, Tyone, Russell Martin. Uh, and they made moves for that. But I'm just saying the, the foundation oh, the- built on the money that they put into the minor leagues. And they, they you know, got more scouts and more scouts in South America. So, so they ended up really did. How much you got to pay a scout a year? <laughs> $70,000. Uh, hey, you got to go to Puerto out. Rico for a month and go. Yeah, you can bang hookers that night and go to the game. Yeah, so you can do whatever you want. Well I don't know. I don't movie. buy that theory. <laughs> I don't. I think they just got to the point after 20 years, they finally got enough guys that are young that they don't have to pay yet. Right. And it just gelled this season. Let's see what happens in the next year and a half, two they years. they got to sign Alvarez. And, yeah, let's see you sign uh, Alvarez and all those other guys. Yeah, they always were. They always picked up like an old veteran and threw one or two in because then they could trade them at the trading deadline uh, and get another minor league prospect for it. So they always always did that. You knew that guy was going to be gone. It, yeah, they, uh, my team is the San Francisco Giants. They gave us Jason Smith for not Jason Smith for nothing. He was a monster on our team. They gave us Freddie Sanchez for nothing. Liriano's having a good year. You never know what that guy. His elbow could blow out any minute. So <laughs> I don't know what they signed him for five year, five million for one year. Yeah, well, that's just like you said. They, yeah. Now they got, now we got to invest. Now we'll get. Now we'll see, right? Yeah, they, now, they're yeah, making so the give, money give, now. Yeah, give Liriano t- uh, five years, fifty million at the end Absolutely. of the year. Let's see if he come up with I that money. Give, I would give. Him a, I would throw him a Cutchins old contract right now and just give him, try to get fifteen million a year. AJ Burnett, they're playing on like two dollars on his contract a year. <laughs> yeah. Yankees ate all of that, and you saw the guy fucking cracked. He can't he cannot pitch under pressure. Yeah. That guy. You know, we've got a million-dollar idea that we're working on, uh, Bob Nutting. Uh, the, you know, we have the terrible towel for the Steelers. We're thinking about making nutting rags for the uh, the playoff run. <laughs> Are you nutting in? rags? Are you in, Jim? We're pitching I'm, in. I'm in. I'm they're right, they're I'm in. encrusted with, like, a fake. <laughs> a little sticky. Yeah, yeah. a little no sticky. sticky. John has these thoughts here in Cabo. Nutting rag, you know. <laughs> Nutting rag. Yeah, he wakes up in the middle of the night, calls me with these ideas. It's uh, yeah, it's brilliant stuff. I don't, you know, the Marlins, the Marlins screwed over. It, it, you know, they got that stadium built because the, the owner said, "Hey, we're losing twenty five million a year, yeah. and we're gonna have to move." And then they wound up coming out these these uh, these papers came out like insurance papers that they're actually making thirty million a year over the last four years because all the revenue they're getting, the revenue sharing in baseball, right, right. And the Pirates are doing the same thing. All right, you, you thirty million in the minor league system. Who are you? Who 
Who did you have? Did you pay Willie Stargell fucking $8 million a year to go to Puerto Rico to look at some young players? I don't think so. You got some young 22-year-old kid that knew baseball and go, all right, go to see if there's anyone good down there. I don't buy it. He's calling him on it. I don't I like buy it. it. I'm liking it. Yeah, because spend the money. If you got it, spend it. I, I know you don't get the big yes network like the Yankees. Right. It you don't get boss and a lot. Cut. Yeah, we don't get but a But there's enough money to spend that you could Look at the San Francisco Giants. They, you know, they pay a couple guys $20 million. Kane, Lincecum, and you know and stuff like that, and they just put a bunch of scrappy players. So you can win a World Series like that. Yeah, PN- you don't need the A Rods, the fucking Sorianos, the Robinson Canos. You don't need a huge team like that. Tampa to win a Bay World proved Series. it, and you know, Tampa, well, they exactly. just overpaid for Hunter Pence too. I feel ninety million for f- four or five years. Yeah, Jeez. five years. I know eighteen. He's he's, he's solid. Solid, but Every is he a twenty million dollar a year player? Eighteen. I know. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. They, they tend to do that when they like somebody. No, I, I like Hunter Pence, and there was talk that the Pirates might go after him at the trading deadline but uh i think they were worried about what he'd eventually want yeah are you been a giant fan your whole life yeah yeah all all the way yeah were you a bonds fan back then yeah i like bonds when he's with the pirates too look when a guy comes to your team you gotta you got if you're if you're a hardcore fan you stick up for him no matter what Uh steroids didn't bother you guys at all in san fran no they didn't care and give a shit everybody was taking him everybody's you think he should be in the hall of fame yeah he should because he had the numbers before he started taking he did he was at like 480 homers, as you know, still weighing 190 pounds. A couple MVPs in Pittsburgh, absolutely, and he should have won more, but the press hated him. I saw a uh, a game at Candlestick Park in 1989. Uh, bleacher seats were two dollars and fifty cents. Now I'm going to sound like an old person when I say this. Like back then, we got <laughs> tin whistles and penny candy. You got free but uh, Eric Eric Davis, I saw Eric Davis hit a game-winning home run off of Goose Gossage, nice. and. Uh, I bumped into Eric Davis at a TGI Fridays in uh, in Sherman Oaks or in the Valley, in, right. and I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, I just want to say I'm a big fan of yours. I saw you hit a uh, game-winning home run off Goose Gossage." And he looked at me and he goes, "That was a pinch hit grand slam home run." <laughs> Knew the advantage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was such a great. I was like. I, I didn't remember that. Sorry, part. Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> that was because Gossage wow. pitched for the Giants last, a year or his two. last yeah. year. His last year, yeah. Damn. Yeah, you, the, the, but I, uh, I always, you know, I like Bonds. You know, I like the, I like when he's surly. He doesn't. I don't. You're asking dumb questions. Hey, but, you know, Barry. What about you know? You guys lost we hate, four in a row. What should we, you do? We, we I hate, don't know. Try to win tomorrow. We hate Bonds <laughs> in Pittsburgh. We just never. Yeah, we well, never forgave him for the throw. That's just you know. I know that wasn't. I don't know if that was his fault. I know Sid Bream was fucking slow, but he picked it up. He threw it. It just didn't. You know. They said that uh, Van Slyke uh, waved Fuck him in. Van Slyke. <laughs> that's what Bond said, Jimmy. Exactly. And I don't that's like why Van Slyke. Van Slyke is a, a snitch. He's a crybaby. <laughs> I didn't like Barry. He didn't <laughs> hang out with me. Yeah, good for so what? You're a fucking white nerd. <laughs> he wanted to hang out with you. He wanted to hang out with the brothers of Benia and stuff like that. Too bad. He does as a point. I, hate, I, I don't even root for his son. That's how much I hate him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, stop with that. They always get on bonds <laughs> for not performing in the yeah, postseason. Yeah, I know. Sly, and neither the like. Yeah, but a, meanwhile, they don't, no one brings it up year. that they had to face the Braves every fucking playoffs. Right. Right. You had Maddox, Smoltz, and uh, Glavin, yeah, the yeah, three best killer. pitchers in baseball. And Avery. Avery. Yeah, and Avery was a four. So nobody's going to hit those guys. That's true. Yeah, you weren't facing the Astros staff that came in last. That you batted 600. Football team. Who's your football team, Jim? Uh, Miami Dolphins. Dolphs, you like yeah. Tannehill or whatever his name is? Yeah, I like Tannehill, but I'm a huge Marino fan. So you guys like him even though he was from yeah, Pittsburgh, right? He's a man. Oh, he's of still, course. Marino's king. 
Marino's he king, is. believe me. Blue collar guy, great guy. Yeah. We still love, we all love Marino. Still yeah. comes back. Do you to love it when uh, the uh, 72 Dolphins get together and uh, pop that no, cork? No, that's fucking corny. <laughs> get over it already. I don't want the record to be broken either. But I don't fuck, and I got a bunch of Dolphin fans, and we yeah. don't get together yeah. when a team loses in the 11th week. All right, fucking, we got to pop that champagne. <laughs> I just go, go, all right, good. The record stands yeah, another so year. So you don't want yeah. to see Mercury Morris do another no, interview ever. No, go back to jail. <laughs> no, <laughs> back to jail break. Right? You had two good too years because you had a good line in front of you. And Larry Zonka was blocking for you. <laughs> Jim Florentine, man. Thanks for stopping by, brother. No problem. Always Thanks welcome. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network live at the Cabo Comedy Fest. Be right back. Hey, everyone. I want to let you know there's another way to listen and download Jim Cran, No Restrictions podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud.com website or the SoundCloud app on Android smartphones and tablets, as well as Apple, iPhone, iPad, iPod. Go to the SoundCloud website or download the free phone app and search Jim Cran, no restrictions. It is free to register and listen. In addition, if you can do us a favor, hit the follow button to be part of our over 50,000 subscribers and have the new episodes sent right to your mobile device. No problem, no fuss, no muss. Thanks for your continued support. Spread the word about SoundCloud. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network, wrapping up the broadcast. Uh, it's been a great week here at the Cabo Comedy Fest, man. We were having a blast. We've got, we got our shots of tequila. All our buddies here. We're having a big party here Raise on the up. beach. We've been broadcasting. It's Pedro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alvarez, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny's person. Yeah. Hey, to to Cheers, a great trip, oh, to yeah. great friends, uh, thanks, to lots thanks. of laughs, to everyone downloading the podcast. Scotty, merge. Lots of laughs to you. Thank you. Here we go. Smooth. Wow. Uh, some kind of you know, tequila. They know their tequila here in uh, Cabo. It's good stuff. Uh, wow. But Camila, Camila has joined us here. Camille, right? Grab the mic. Very funny comedian. We, we watched uh, last night, and it was it was uh, interesting. Girls are be- these comedians are beautiful, you know, beautiful girls. By the way, you can't see them. Thank uh, you. The, the, yeah, really. And, and, <laughs> and it's cool. The, the beautiful girls are really funny, really witty. And we were talking, and Camille. It was nice enough to we were talking about your set and everything. And you've only been doing this for about a year you said right a little over a year yeah. doing stand-up which yeah. is it's a, and it's a tough game and you're here at a comedy festival so that's a that's zero to 60 both you girls right mm-hmm. and uh i i gotta tell you it's funny you mentioned out of nowhere one of my comedy gods <laughs> is your dad <laughs> yes he is john cleese yes John From Cleese Monty Python is your father. Right. That is the coolest. Uh, that, that well, was Well, the craziest part was when I saw that Terry Jones was on the contest. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Uh, hold on He's here. a little too experienced for this <laughs> one. Like, that's not fair. And then I was like, oh, that's definitely not Terry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> not now you heard, let's put this into perspective. I, and, and I'm sure you're. You're probably tired of talking about your dad, but... No, I love making fun of him. Uh, well, <laughs> he, he's the minister of funny walks. Yes. He is. Absolutely. That's incredible. It if is, that was isn't my, it? Like, my dad was so unfunny. <laughs> it was the opposite of funny. <laughs> and her dad was like this guy. Well, uh, one of the comedy gods, right? Comedy genius. Yeah. Well, and, and, and by the way, your set last night was fantastic. Thank yeah. you. Very funny. I really Very appreciate yeah. it. Do you think uh, you got your confidence from him or something? Or do you, it, it, I got my likes from him. Uh, (laughs) I actually had to do the Silly Walks in a show we did together because he's had a knee replacement and a hip replacement. 
I don't know whether that's due to silly walking or not, <laughs> but he hasn't done a great deal of other physical activity that I know of really since then, so ooh, there's a chance it's related. Um, but, I mean, I learned a ton from him. I was very blessed oh, yeah. to I could imagine, yeah, being work around. with and for him and, you know, be a sponge, I guess. Did, when when did, did you go up to him a year year ago and say, hey, Dad, I'm going to become a stand-up? Did you tell him about it or did no. you just go and do it? No, I'd, I'd been working, writing with and for him for probably four or five years. Okay, so you've been around comedy. So I, I yeah. mean, writing, in, a, in other words. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, a beginning yeah. thing and for I, you. I think I didn't really realize that I was funny for a long time because growing up around him, like, he's the funny guy. Yeah, and I'll take the back seat. Yeah, there. like... <laughs> yeah, it'd be intimidating. Uh, yeah, right? it is a little. But, uh, I mean, we have a similar sense of humor and we write really well together. Like, you know, I'm his slave, which <laughs> works really well for him. Um, Cheap labor. No, I, Are you carving, <laughs> you're carving out your own niche or do you think you have a similar style? Would you say a similar I think that we influence? both are quite sick, but I think like <laughs> my, you know, when he, I, when I first started doing stand-up, I would call him and ask for advice like on jokes or bits that I was writing and we would argue like to the point of, you know, way worse. We never argue normally, but like right. over my stand-up because he's so used to his own voice that, like, I'm like, I would never use the word indeed in my <laughs> comedy. Like, I'm, you know, a 20-something-year-old American-ish girl. Like, I'm half and half, but, you know. We like, have no accent, yeah. No and accent. just the wording, he's so used to doing quite, like, formalized. He does a one-man show, but it's still totally different. It's from, a different style, the British yeah. style, right? He does a one-man show? Yeah. Where? The, the uh, alimony like, tour. Seriously, is what it's called? Yeah. That's fantastic. That's a great title. Well, no, you know what? Actually, it's not anymore because he got remarried, and so it seemed hypocritical, uh, so I think we had to change it. But it was like <laughs> year four of a possible eight or something um, before he got married again. Um, when, when was the first time, as, as a kid, you realized your dad was so funny, was really funny? Did you watch one of Holy Grail or something, or one of the movies? Or, or when did it hit you go, wow, my dad really... He is funny. I didn't really know because, like, he has a very dry sense of humor, and I think I took most of what he said as just verbatim, literal truth. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget, uh, like, in kindergarten, we had to bring in pictures of our parents for show and tell, and he sent me in with a picture of him holding me, and he's in, like, high heels, women's <laughs> lingerie, and a blonde wig. And, like, we still lived in London. I still lived in London, and I went to, like, this really strict, snotty English school, um, and they did not appreciate that. Like, they didn't care who my dad was. They were like, drag is not okay, but, like, that was perfectly normal to me. Um, what? what I, I, sorry, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What I like about your stuff is that your comedy is subtle and cerebral, and I look at your dad as like a really physical, right. you know, presence. And I, a skit comedian and actor, too. I mean, it's yeah. different than stand-up. It's a different game. You're yeah. Right. Well, even as one-man show, like, there's something so different about stand-up and doing a one-man show because right. it's so written. More and storytelling. props, and, you know, some. I know some co comedians have props and stuff, but, like, slides and video clips and whatever but it's also he's like able to do 
whatever he wants because he has a big fan base and you know they're just there to like hear him tell stories and whatever um which is awesome i hope one day i get there has his fan base crossed over to you at all because you're his daughter say hey i'd like to try uh, to see what she's about at all yet I think, honestly, most people don't know he has kids. <laughs> <laughs> they know maybe about his first daughter because she was in A Fish Called Wanda right. playing his daughter. Um, Which is one of the greatest movies yeah, I've hysterical. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we actually just co-wrote, I say just a couple of years ago, about the first draft of the book of the musical of A Fish Called Wanda oh, for really? Broadway. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. But I'm he, glad you didn't say we're actually working on A Fish Called Wanda 2. No. Because, yeah. Yeah, we're know. remaking it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With all, like, you know, new actors. The Twilight you, cast. It's going to yes. be awesome. All vampires. <laughs> right. A vampire <laughs> fish called Wanda right. kind of mix up. It's Maybe trendy. some zombies in there. Yeah, and then the animated version, the Shrek version. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he was in Shrek, you know. That's right. Right. He's the voice. He loves yeah. voiceover. Are, are you, uh, do you want to be a stand-up uh, for the rest? Is that what you want to do, that path you want to go? Or is it stand-up and I want to become an actor, writer, that kind of thing? Because, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld's always just wanted to be a stand-up. I know he's a sitcom star and all, but he's always said, hey. It's, that was it's, his, that's his love. It's a way to do stand-up. It's a way to get butts in the seats to do, pick the theaters. That was, right. you know, a lot of. A lot of guys and girls that love stand-up first. Are you a stand-up person or do you want to do other things too? I absolutely love doing stand-up. Like, I kind of fell in love with it, even though it ruined my life, basically. Like, um, oh, how so? Oh, just like... The road or just No, the, I mean, the I'm, I haven't done much road stuff yet, but just like my boyfriend couldn't handle it, which is a blessing in disguise. I mean, that... You know, he was jealous of the male comics. Um, oh. which, you know, that's we were talking about. That. There's a lot tough. more girls like, re, uh, in comedy now than there, than there were for the last yeah. few years, anyway. And very funny girls uh, out breaking out there, and that's probably one of the things. And there's a lot of different. Uh, yeah, and he has, has like a normal job, you know, which meant the hours and stuff like that, but. But, but stand-up is it for you. you you're <laughs> totally fine. He like, sucks. Yeah, he doesn't get it. You're listening out there. Yeah. What a mistake. What a mistake. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it wasn't right anyway, and I think I knew that at some level. I just wasn't. L.A. is a weird place to live as a single I can human. I can verify that. Yeah. It's a lonely, it's a weird, weird town. It is a weird. You know, you you're have in that, your car. Do you, do you find that, like, people in L.A., like, you know, they're they talk to you, and if you can't do something for them or their career, they're like looking you past later. you to see who else they can talk to. <laughs> like it's one of those things. I mean, uh-huh. I'm sure. they can't really look past yeah, me because they're, they're so the, fucking dull. Well, everybody, <laughs> it's true. Everybody in LA is in the business. I mean, yeah. there's people yeah. in the television show intervention on crack just to get a TV credit. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, Dennis Miller had that joke. People in LA use uh, CAT scans <laughs> as TV credits. <laughs> it's, <a> TV credit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's really it's, funny. It's true. <laughs> one of the greatest lines I've ever yeah, heard. Go well, to a fast food place. I definitely noticed like there's a big difference if someone talking to me and they don't know who I'm related to and then they find out like sometimes it's then they start, then they start following like, they start following you around suddenly my <laughs> yeah. best friend and I'm uh, like I you imagine. think I'm not privy to what's going on here like I'm not st- I'm I mean not I, I know I'm I don't look that smart but I'm not an idiot <laughs> like especially in LA in LA I'm like re- pretty smart you're very, you're very tall. Uh, it's funny. You're the best opening. Great opening line. Very funny, though. Like, super. I watched her last night. And you're dead 6'5". Right? I think 6'4". Six, six, and a 
three quarters. Tall guy. I think he's yeah. shrinking in the expanding. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Uh, Wait, let me get out a pencil. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Very, very funny, very clever. We're going to be, you know, hearing a lot from you, Camilla. So I, I hope so. She's going to get. Awesome. She's going to. Someday there will be no John Cleese questions. They'll just ask you questions about you. They'll I be like asking him about, about you. Yeah, I think as long cool. as it doesn't get back to him, it's cool. Like, <laughs> you know, I, um, but he doesn't really know how to operate a computer yet, so we should be Oh, really? Fine. Oh, we're good. Yeah, oh, yeah. perfect. It's, thank God. We'll never know how to download this, and we're safe. Tell him to listen to no restrictions. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah and it. make sure he subscribes and doesn't just listen. Now, you have, you, have your, you have a website and all subscribe. that kind of stuff? Give us your website. I have a Twitter. Go ahead, give us it. At Camilla Cleese, which is C-A-M-I-L-L-A. C L E E S E. I'm a little tired if you can't tell. Oh, I can't spell my name. Um, and yeah, I don't have a website yet. It's being built, supposedly. Construction. Well, yeah, it's under construction. I don't really, I'm not great with computers myself. So, like bricks and mortar type of thing? I, well, I, they might be using a. PC. I don't know. Uh, what. Okay. Well, we're going to keep. <laughs> Wait, following. is that a computer? We're, we're going to keep yeah. following yeah. your career, yeah. and uh, it's, it's going to be great. I Thank love your you. stand-up. You know, we, we were talking Thank last you so night. Much. And, you know, I think you. Well, got, you gave you me got. great advice before that contest, and I really appreciated that. My honor. You I did, still didn't move through, but I, <laughs> I really appreciated it. Job. We're going to be following. You're part of the Jim Crane No Restriction family now, so we keep in tabs uh, on you. Right. You. Come on the show again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Camilla. So nice to see you guys. I'll see you later. Jim Crane. No restrictions. We are at the Cabo Comedy Fest. Be right back. <laughs> Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. The Cabo Comedy Fest. What a great, great time we had. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to the Cabo Comedy Fest and all, you know, all the episodes we have available on the Sideshow Network. It is the premier network uh, in comedy, and it's an honor to be part of it. Roddy. Paul, the guys kept us in line, kept us out of jail all week here in Cabo, which is nice. And it's a challenge with John. John, nice. John Evans made it, of course. I made it. Yeah. I don't have my phone. Mike Wysocki. But I'm here. Out of jail. Terry Jones. Not in jail. Could be worse. Josh, Frank, Dave. Frankie's having fun, man. Frank has a nine-day growth. Some sort of weird growth going on in the beard. I like it, though, Frank. It's good luck. <laughs> Senor. Senor. The tequila's flown. Senor. We really appreciate you listening. A special shout out to Mark, Eddie, and Cindy, and Frank Nicotero, and all the guests that we Happy had. Happy anniversary to Mark and ep- Cindy. That's it. Happy yeah. anniversary. Exactly. Special thanks to all the comedians who dropped by the party here. What's that, Josh? Just give me some sort of lip sync, like sort of sign language. Like, you know, like I got this He was move. telling you that it's he like loves It's like a circle you. and a point. What, the, what does that mean? What is it, Josh? What? Is it, okay, it's jo- Josh is... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk to Roddy. Can we talk to Roddy? Is it too late? It's a good time to sign off. It's Pedro impression. (laughs) Oh, God. Thanks for downloading. (laughs) Capo. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it 
It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.